So, maybe it's just of my own personal opinion, but I will say this. From reading Michelle, a.k.a. Desi Arts, D, that's D-E-Z-Z-I-E Arts, uh, Metamorphosis to Malleability series on DeviantArt, along with the finishing touches to her Becoming Unlimited series and her continuation of her own Melting May series, which she will be continuing this year, with an additional story plot possibly added to it, but maybe not that much of a plot because it might just be something you know, simple and and uh, quick and basically just get back to the fun, if you will, and there might be a new addition to the, you know, to the group uh, from uh, the Melting May group, basically, <laughs> if you will, uh, between, uh, between, Melting, between Mia and Zahara, I think. There's going to be, you know, I think that's you know, the name, Zahara. I think there's going to be an additional member and a lot of people are speculating that. But from their stories, but from Dizzy Art stories of those two, of those three, to what I've seen on uh, Patreon through Jovin16 and Trouble TRO, I can definitely say without a shadow of a doubt in my opinion that 2022 has been the year of the shape-shifting stories. Basically, the female shape-shifting stories, and I say that with all due respect, no offense. And the reason I say that is because it seemed that no matter what you paid attention to, no matter what you read, who you supported, what story you found more fun than the others, each and every one that I've paid attention to has always had something unique and different about it. It has. It really has. I mean, at the beginning of this year, as far as I know, if I, if I can remember right, the beginning of this year, up until about Mar- up until about mid-spring, I should say, uh, Trouble TRO, yeah, Trouble TRO finished the collab uh, called Agent Pink Bellum's Revenge 2, which felt more like an epilogue, kind of like a cooling-off period but a cooling-off period of the shape-shifting intimacy, if you will, that resulted in not the two, not just the two main characters of the story series getting all melty and gooey and all that and becoming two uh, puddles, red and black, on a bed, but it also surprisingly involved another character, which kind of gave us an idea that Agent Pink isn't just an alternate universe story. No, it's a story that probably could take place after what we're currently reading in Pink Benefits. But, be that as it may, the story did end with Emily, Betty's best friend in Pink Benefits, joining the party and becoming, you know, basically becoming a puddle, or turning herself and becoming basically a liquid green green turquoise puddle of goo. And both, all three of them saying at the same time, almost as, if, almost as if they're becoming one individual, that they love being a shapeshifter. You know, you get stuff like that. You get stuff uh, basically from, I think it might have been this year, where in Pink Benefits, you had the characters of Emily and Betty discover that, hey, they can go all gooey and everything, and you know, and change genders and all that. 
at and you know even by going gooey they can go into somebody and become part of them temporarily because they can by well but well because become well be because by becoming part of them is what I'm trying to say you know they're able to control them get them to do whatever they want even incorporate uh, incorporate their own powers onto them in other words I think it was Emily or Betty that discovered that when they possess somebody they maintain their shape-shifting ability you know so in other words the person that you know possessing you know gets shape-shifting powers as well and then you got Joven 16 who basically over this past year has taken a break from the nano shift which was a surprise because I think the last time we saw a nano shift it may have been at the end of last year, the beginning of this year. I can't really remember, but they take a, they've taken a long break from it. And that's one thing I think a lot of these artists, writers, if you will, these stories, uh, of these series, story series, I should say, these variety story series, I think that's one thing they have to look at, they have or will be learning from this. And that is, no matter how far you go, with a series, no matter how many chapters or parts or whatever, you you know you go with it, arcs, whatever you want to call it, you know seasons, you name it. No matter how far you go with it, you know when you end it on a cliffhanger, you have to make sure you have a resolution already in mind. And when you have that resolution in mind, you can make it easier on yourself to get to work on that resolution for when you decide to continue the story. And if there's one thing that Jovan 16 I know has learned, in my opinion, is they have to be better planned out for something like with what they did here with, Jov- with the nano shifts ending at the end of last year into this year. Because not once, not once, ha- you know, have I seen a continuation. You know, I know it's been a long year, but it's gone by quick, but... Again, I have not seen a continuation of this story, which is really telling in my opinion. It's really telling in my opinion that when you don't see a continuation uh, of any kind, you know, in a story like this, you know, maybe a couple months later or something like that, it does tell you that, yes, they are busy making other stories, other webcomic stories, you know, if you will, but also then maybe they haven't figured out what the resolution will be. Like, okay, do they, you know, skip forward in time and we see our main character is okay, but then recalls what happens or what caught up to date? You know, who knows? Who knows what they'll do? But like I said, Jovan 16, you know, this year, I, I will admit, really brought, really brought it. There's no doubt. I mean, she focused this year on doing Amanda and Nicole again. It's, uh, you know, a series that she started, excuse me, uh, you know, around the same time she started doing, I think, Nano Shift or even a little before or afterwards. And I can tell you, she gave it quite the conclusion. She really did. She gave it quite the conclusion. There's no doubt about that. And, of course, she continued with her other one, her other series, uh, basically... Um, I can't think of the name right now, Close Encounters or something like that, where she has a guy maintain, um, get, or obtain, I should say, shape-shifting powers, and he uses a majority of the powers to become various different women, which allows him to have, you know, which allows him to experiment 
and have certain moments, if you know what I mean, with those women. And now he's on the verge of basically showing his friend exactly what happened. So, you know, she can probably get on the get in on the on the act um, as well. But then, like I said, you go back to Amanda and Nicole, and you know, you talk about basically really turning it up a notch and ending it on a cliffhanger that you know people are wanting to see. You know, they're going to want to see, I should say, be continued and resolved. And that's basically Amanda and Nicole finally fusing. A lot of people pretty much knew that, one, they were going to go the gooey, liquidy, melty route uh, eventually, and that it may result in something. But I don't think they have a figure. It would result in them becoming you know, a sorceress of combined power. Now, like I said in my speculation video, which I thank you for getting it over to 100 views, you know, on my channel here, thank you very much for that. I gave my thoughts on where I think you could, end, where they're gonna end up with this, and I might be right in some areas, and maybe not. But, all this, all this, Along with Michelle, aka Desi Arts Metamorphosized Malability, and even some of what Mr. Internet Man has done, you know, on his own with his character Demonica Veronica and his other character Exotica Rebecca, as well as his collabs, <coughs> excuse me there, collabs not just with Trouble TRO, but collabs with ARY01 and Morphic and uh, um, Aunt Zorison. That's AZ, as I call him, who did a comic for me one time. You know, even Mr. Internet Man, along with his collabs in those areas, has gotten into the act too. So has, like I said, Anzazoris. ARY01 really gets into the act, and boy, do they take it to another level when it comes to, you know, doing a story about it. Basically, doing a story that's so long you're wondering why don't they just try to submit it as a feature as a movie or something like that in the future maybe they will but along with them mr internet man like i said has also helped really step up the game in fact even changed up a little bit of the uh design style for the his main characters you know so that's really nice to see and then like i said going back to michelle and you know, Michelle and her Metamorphosized series, Metamorphosized to Malability series, you could definitely tell that the series has really, you know, evolved and really become more uh, than what it seems. And, you know, we've gone through a variety of stuff in the past year. We have. You know, we've gone from a... We've gone from basically the start with a winter vacation story... We've gone to finding out that there's another Omega out there that is a lot more powerful than even Briella. You know, we go from finding out that Briella's fiance is kind of a furry at heart to where Briella is more than, you know, um, willing to help her help her live out her dreams and stuff like that. It is, it has been a heck of a year for the Metamorphosis Malability series, and we're not done. We still got one more coming up this week. I don't know if that's going to be a New Year's special. Like, you know, the previous two weeks were a Christmas special. I don't know if that's going to be what it will be. But I do know when we get into 2023, 
February to early March is definitely going to be a time to look at mid-February to early March because that's when the 250th shift chapter will drop and what that will result in we have no idea it could be part of the furry convention arc that they're going to put in there obviously or she's going to put in there obviously you know and maybe it might be an NFSW part we don't know where Crystal and Briella get really erotic and crazy at the end of the convention we don't know in the hotel room we don't know could be more it could be the wedding we don't know um, we do know that the wedding is coming this year I, I think you know even though she hasn't said anything yet I think that's an obvious that's an obvious you know and that's an obvious uh, prediction there but yeah her series has really grown uh, her continuation like I said of the Melting Mia series for Melting May which you know she started uh, a year ago uh, really picked up and really has gotten more fun and interesting. I can only imagine what 2023 is going to bring. And, you know, besides that, all besides that, I have, besides that, I think the groundwork has been laid, you know, laid down for uh, 2023 to really be the year of the shape shifting stories and web comics. You know, when it comes to people like you know, Michelle, Desi Arts, Trouble TRO, and Jacqueline Dore, and others. But we'll have to see. We haven't heard from minor dash alterations in a while. Hopefully they'll come back. We'll see to try to finish the Demonica series that they created. Uh, but let me know what your thoughts are, guys. You know, let me know down below what your thoughts are on this being looked at, in my opinion, as the year of the shapeshifter. And that 2023 could continue that trend. And as well, let me know down below in the comments. I got to get into work, guys. And I will talk to you all later.